you have your Bibles, we're looking at Ephesians chapter 4, verse, verse 11. I want to preach from uh, three thoughts today. Knowing the pastor is a gift, knowing the work of a pastor, and knowing the goal of a pastor. And Preacher Hilton uh, has been such a blessing to my ministry, and I've built this message just about out of every book he has given me. <laughs> so we're, we're thankful for the blessing that he's been to um, our ministry. Uh, the Bible says here, and he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. We want to focus today on pastor. Uh, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till verse 13, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. We thank the Lord for the reading of God's word. You may be seated all over the house of God. Knowing the pastor is a gift. You know, at times, folks look at us, especially the Lord has blessed Reedy Branch and has blessed Union Light with full-time ministry. Oftentimes, we're looked at as the hired help. <laughs> and I know we, we probably don't want to say amen to that, but oftentimes, we we look at our pastor like we're, we're paying him to do this. We're, we're paying him to do that. But I want to just remind all of us that, that, that we can never, ever uh, measure out a blessing big enough for our pastor, for all that he does, amen, for our, our church. And I want to tell you today, uh, pastors sometimes preach with bleeding hearts. Sometimes they get up and they smile and they they greet us at the door and they, they've been awake all night praying for some of the same folks that just brings them some of their, their greatest challenges. Can I put it that way? Amen. So we're, we're grateful today in knowing that the pastor is a gift. We said that the pastor, amen, is the under-shepherd, knowing that God is the chief shepherd. And, and this pastor's goal and, and his calling is to feed the flock and to give a wise counsel. And I want to take just a little time um, just uh, remind Reedy Brink, you already know what you have, but but I've had the privilege of working uh, with revivals with many many preachers and and sitting in on many many messages. But I I want you to know today that that Pastor Hilton just doesn't take the pulpit and wing things and just get up and try to uh, what we young folk call uh, fake it until he makes it. He he has 
has a message. He, he's put in time. He has uh, laid on his face before God. And, and he has said to God, uh, what would you have me uh, uh, to feed uh, uh, your sheep? Can I tell you today, there's a lot of uh, preachers taking place in our pulpits that uh, don't have a message that, that's not feeding the flock. But, but thank God for, for Hilton Woodell that, that takes time and, and puts in time to the word of God uh, to feed us here at Reedy Branch on Sunday morning. Thank God for that. And wise counsel. Sometimes we, we think our pastor don't know much. You may as well see, man. We think he don't know much. But this man has uh, been in the scripture. This man has prayed. This man has uh, uh, seeked the Lord. Uh, uh, this man has insight about Reedy Branch that other church leaders don't have because uh, he is uh, the under shepherd. And, and he gives us wise counsel. So I can remember as a young pastor, Avi's granddaddy was our, our pastor, and, and he would say to me, you need to handle this challenge this way. And I would go back to him, and I'd, I'd say, preacher, I've got a mess. He said, well, you didn't do what I told you. Sometimes we think we need to tweak it our way. We, we don't think the wise counsel that we receive it is good enough. But I want to tell you, friends, uh, our pastors, uh, as we're the sheep of the fold, they know best for us. They, they bring us. Does anybody like to be corrected? They bring us uh, a correction. And I, I think uh, many years ago, Avi and I, were, we were on our way to the Locklear's anniversary singing. And, and Avi said to me, Jarrell, we should have turned. We should have turned back there. I said, no, we shouldn't turn back there. We rode 20 more miles, and, and you know, and I, I was just trying to figure it out in my mind how I was going to say to Miss Avi, we should have a turn back there. Yeah, yeah, but I finally did. We were going to South Oak, and um, and we uh, correction sometimes. It's hard to take correction, even when we we feel that we are will right. You know, we're folks today. Uh, uh, you know, God has blessed us, and God has brought us a mighty uh, long ways. You know what? Uh, uh, it's hard to take correction when we're independent. Sometimes when you're high strung. Amen. Uh, can I use that word this morning? Miss Avi is a, is a very uh, independent lady. Miss Avi is uh, uh, just like Miss Iola, educated woman, just like Taylor. I found out when you try to tell them women something, well, they're just like the rest of us. The Lord has uh, brought us a mighty long ways. And, and when we feel like that we're right, it, it feels like that we're hard to be corrected. But I want to tell you sometime uh, we need a correction. Uh, uh, most of all, what we want our preachers to do, our pastors to do, we, we, want, them to, we want them to encourage us. At Union Light, I'd already be sitting down. I'm just getting started. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha. 
Amen. And we want our pastors to uh, encourage us. We want our pastors uh, uh, to to, uh, just tell us everything's going to work out for our good. We want our our pastors uh, uh, to give us uh, a quick prayer. We want our pastors to uh, to speak blessings over our life. We enjoy uh, that part of the pastor, and, and we enjoy when he brings us a consolation. But but Jeremiah 3 and 15 confirms that that he gives you and I pastors. Uh, uh, in verse 15, he says, I will give you pastors uh, according to my heart, uh, uh, which shall feed you with knowledge and uh, understanding. Aren't you glad today that the pastor said that he has been here uh, 18 years? Aren't you glad that God he knows just who to send us and he knows just how long uh, uh, for them to stay with us and and if God has uh, uh, sent you and I uh, a pastor, if God has uh, uh, sent you and I a leader when he uh, uh, brings correction, when he uh, uh, brings brings wise counsel uh, when he brings encouragement amen we ought to let him do so well, uh, he's give us the pastor uh, to feed you and I. And I tell you what, I, I just on funerals, uh, uh, I enjoy hearing Preacher Hilton uh, take the stand because I know he's going to uh, say something to my heart. And, and, and I want you to know today uh, a knowledge and an understanding. I want you to know uh, pastors are some of the most understanding people uh, uh, that you'll ever meet. I ought to say amen to that. You know, church folk, uh, church, I'm sure y'all going to post this tomorrow. Amen. Uh, church folk, they love you so good sometime. Uh, they can eat you. They love you so good. You know, when the pastor's new or when the pastor's doing a good job, they, they just love you, love you, love you. And then after a while, amen, you about wished you had eat him because uh, hey, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, amen. But, uh, amen. And then you make him mad. And hey, that's right. We get upset sometimes. And the same person, but if you just leave church folk alone, the same ones that brings us our greatest challenge. Uh, they'll come in the side door with a pound cake. They'll invite you to eat fried chicken. They'll slip a little offering in your hand. And, and then after a while, everybody's just happy, happy, happy. Well, you know, pastors are some of the most understanding people of that when our regular person just getting to just turn you off. But the preacher can't do that. He's got to do what, what God's uh, called him to do. He's got to have understanding. He's got to feed you and I. He's got to uh, be knowledgeable in his decisions. Uh, Verse 12 says, For the perfecting of the saints, uh, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, knowing the work uh, of a pastor. And I I come right, I live on the Centerville Road. I come right by here uh, going to Union Light. And and I tell you what, amen, it's just so hard sometimes not to stop on the way of uh, the union light to, to talk to Preacher Hilton because I know if I ever uh, come in the building, I may not make it. 
the union life because we're going to talk about ministry work knowing the work of a pastor the purpose of the gift of a pastor is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry through the word of God and sound doctrine it's pastor Hilton's job to be sure that every saint of God he's the watchman of your soul today he's concerned about you being taught of the right doctrine he's concerned about you being elevated amen in your ministry he's concerned about you being able to witness to unbeliever and and making them a believer he's concerned about when you say that I'm a Baptist he's concerned about are you able to tell somebody why am I Baptist he's concerned about when you tell somebody I'm a born again Christian he's concerned if you're able amen to plead your case the reason being amen why you are born again believer well, the purpose of the preacher, perfecting of the saints. And you know what? As saints of God, we should be growing in the grace of God. Isn't that the truth? Sometimes we get stale. Sometimes we, we get stagnated. And, and sometimes, amen, we're, we ought to be just like children growing. Amen. Spiritually, we ought to be growing. We ought to be a graduate. We ought to be moving, I believe, uh, uh, Paul says, from, amen, from milk, uh, amen, to meat, amen, amen. Our uh, spiritual growth is very imperative in our in our life. Uh, the preacher's goal, praise the Lord, uh, is to be sure that we're receiving uh, a sound doctrine. There's so much uh, uh, false doctrine going around today, uh, amen. We should be growing in this doctrine. We should be growing in the grace of God, improving at being a better saint. We should be edifying the body of Christ. Amen. We should find a way, amen, to lift up the kingdom. Amen. There uh, should never be a time that, that we can't upbuild Reedy Branch. Uh, there should never be a time that, that we should tear down Reedy Branch. Uh, there should never ever be a time if we uh, uh, can't lift the pastor up. Uh, uh, we should never, amen, pull him down. Uh, can I get a witness at Reedy Branch this morning? Uh, amen. I want to say to you today, uh, if we have got a choice to edify the body of Christ, Amen. We need to do it through the calling and the ministry that God has laid, amen, upon our life, building the body. And, and how do we build the body? Amen. By making disciples for the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I was uh, raised at Pleasant View Baptist Church, and amen, and I want to say uh, Reverend Prathan Sampson was our pastor, and, and some of you, uh, don't get mad with me, Mr. Prathan's dead. 
Amen. I preached his funeral uh, last year, and uh, amen. If you get a little sorry, just think about the old man. I'm just just the mail carrier today. He said it was the pastor's job to to lead and to feed, and it was the congregation's job. Well, this is a little tight, but it's right. He said it was the pastor's job to to swallow and to follow. I want to say, well, some of you, (laughs) yeah. Amen. The pastor's job to to lead and feed and and to equip the church. It's the congregation's job to to swallow and follow. Well, I was going here and I thought about that. Didn't have that in my notes. Amen. I just thought you'd like that. I hadn't got old enough to say that yet. Amen. <laughs> I just repeated after the preacher, but one day I'll get old enough where I can say it and not have to relate to him. Amen. Amen to God. But but what I'm saying, folks, sometime, uh, uh, you really branch is blessed uh, uh, because the head is blessed and it just uh, uh, trickles down. And, and I tell you what, there's not a soul in here today that's not blessed uh, Amen. From the sermons that Pastor uh, Hilton uh, delivers on Sunday morning. But I want to tell you, you going out and going abroad, amen, spreading the good news and and spreading what's going on at Reedy Branch Baptist Church. I'll tell you what, a sheep produce, uh, amen, sheep. And and my God, I believe if you'll get them here, I know Pastor Hilton will feed them. And I tell you what, when you eat good food, uh, amen, you know what intends, uh, amen, to take place, uh, you go back again. Amen. So really brings you look like you are doing a good job. Amen. Post pandemic and the church is uh, uh, nearly full. Amen. And I tell you what, God has blessed Reedy Branch and I believe God has blessed Reedy Branch because uh, you have took care of the man of God. Well, knowing the work of a pastor It should be in this order. These gifts equip the saints. The saints then serve. We ought to ask ourselves, am I serving Reedy Branch the best way that I know how? Am I being a service to my pastor in the best way that I know how? You know, as an evangelist, uh, I used to laugh at preachers. People go to giving them a hard way to go. But the last eight or nine years, I haven't been laughing at them. I've been laughing with them. Because <laughs> sometimes we have all these ideals the Lord gives us. We have all these visions. And then our deacon board looks at us and says, really? Our lead members look at us and say, preacher, are you, you sure the Lord is speaking to you? And then as we let the pastor lead and the pastor's praying too just as hard as the the members praying, Lord, we sure hope the preacher knows what he's talking about. And we pastors are praying, Lord, I sure hope this is you. Lord, am I being the servant? 
Am I being disservice to my church? Am I being disservice to our pastor? Am I being disservice to you? The build up the body of Christ. Knowing the goal of the pastor. This is every pastor's heart's desire. Till we all come in unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. We pastors, we want all the saints in unity. We don't want a disgruntled member. And we do everything that we can to make everybody happy. Isn't that the truth? Even knowing it's going to upset somebody over here. (laughs) But when we leave that person that we're satisfied at the moment, trying to get everybody happy and to work together, we run to the aid of that person that's upset. We try to smooth things over there. We want everybody in unity. We're getting ready to build a fellowship hall at our church. And, and my goal is I want everybody in unity for this building project. It's the pastor's goal. Whatever is on the agenda conference, we want it to be in unity. And Lord knows if anybody wants it to be in unity, Miss Iola. <laughs> wants it to be in unity because when Pastor Hilton comes home a little stressed oh boy that's her husband he's our pastor but he's her husband and she she's concerned and she's got a love for this church and God has a greater love for her husband trusting in something believing in it which here would be God. We, we believe in God. We as pastors, it's the only way that we can see unity is by the providential hand of God through faith in our churches. Well, we want to unify everybody in wisdom. We want them growing in the grace of God. We want mature Christians If we could go today in my clothes and if we could go around today and just have a a witness from from every member out of, if you've been here the 18 years or just the last month, you can say, and I believe this with all my heart, you can say if you've been sitting under Pastor Hilton's message, you can say, I've grown spiritually. I can see myself maturing in the word of God. We can say, I'm able to maybe eat a little meat, or I see that just ahead. The obstacles that we face in our life, we're finding out. If we'll just listen to this preacher, preach on Sunday morning, God has purposed the word in his heart, and he's sharing it, and God knows what we're faced with every week. And I can assure you that something that God has said through the servant of God, the obstacle that you're facing, 
It'll help you. Let me share this just before I finish my sermon. Pastor Hilton shared with me about preaching through a book. And I said, God, there ain't no spirit in that. Preaching through a book? I said, I, I want God to speak to me through the week to give me something. I said, man, I can't do that. I didn't tell him that, but he, he kept talking about it. He kept, I said, boy, I'm going to pray about this thing. And I said, boy, I'm going to preach the book of Philippians. Short book. Enjoy that book. And I said, now I'll find out, Brother Tyler, if this is for me or not. I'll find out. So I preached through that book. And time and time after again, it seems like things and challenges were rising in our church. And it seemed like the very message that I was preaching that, that Sunday, we were dealing with that challenge that week. Oh, and Sister Sharon, you'll get a kick out of this. They were getting ready to, to hire me full time. And the message for that week was talking about how the people aided Paul financially and how they took care of of the man of God. <laughs> I said, boy, this is real. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> well, and Pastor Hilton said to me, he said, well, he said, when God has laid this book on your heart, you know, we're living in a world today that doesn't like to address sin and he said, I'm listening, preacher. This has been a long, been about six years ago. And uh, it took me two years after then to really do that. <laughs> he said, preacher, when you start to preach on immorality and sin, you can just say, well, it's what come up next. <laughs> so that day, one of my members, he wanted to talk with me. <laughs> he didn't like that. He, he said, preacher, he said, I just thought it was stranger to preach on Monday today and we vote on Saturday to hire you full time. I said, brother, how long have I been in Philippians? He said, a little over a year. I said, well, it just come up next. <laughs> so I want to tell you, if this preacher tells you something uh, spiritually, you can take it to the bank. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. Oh, I was a believer after that Sunday. And I'm searching right now for a book, and I'm praying for God to lay a book on my heart. Well, he wants us in unity. Well, these are the seven things as the musicians are coming. These are the seven things the pastor is to do. Perfect the saints in verse 12. Pastors just don't get to do some of the ministry work. But they get to do all the ministry work in verse 12. Verse 12 said, the third thing that we're called to do is we're to edify the body of Christ. Verse 13, fourth thing that we're called to do in this passage, we're to unify men in faith. Verse 13 points out 50 that we should do in this passage. We should unify men in doctrine. 
Sixth thing that it points out for the pastor's job to do in verse 13, perfect the church in Christ. Last thing in verse 13, verse 7, is to bring all men, bring all members of Reedy Branch Baptist Church to maturity in Christ Jesus. Every head bowed and every eye closed all over the house of God today. If you're here today and I want to talk to the believers, I want to talk to the members, I want to talk to the attenders at Reedy Branch Baptist Church. You know in your heart how you feel about the pastor. And I I just want to say as a pastor, sometimes we lead out of experience. When When you're as young as I am, you lead out of faith a lot of times. I want to say to you, have the right spirit about your pastor. There's probably been things over these 18 years you hadn't agreed with, and if he's here another 18, there'll be some more things. But don't let that get in the way of blessing the man of God and praying for the man of God and and serving this great church and, and serving the Lord. And most of all, working in the calling of your ministry. There is one here today that's lost. And I know this message has been mainly centered around pastor's appreciation and for the congregation. There is one here today that's lost by uplifting a hand. Pastor, remember me in prayer. Would there be one all over the house of God? Would there be one to come today to say, Preacher, Pastor Hilton has been a good shepherd. I'm ready to meet the chief shepherd. Would there be one? Would there be one to come today? All over God's house. Would you pray with me, Lord? We thank you today. God, for your word. God, we thank you today, Lord, at knowing that the pastor is truly a gift. Lord, we thank you today, Lord, at knowing the heart of a pastor is heavy at times. Preach a sermon one way and it goes out the 200 congregants, and it's interpreted 200 different ways. Lord, we pray, God, your blessings be upon him. God, in knowing the goal of a pastor, I pray today of a pastor Hilton. God, that every goal that you've given him, God, I pray, God, that he continues, Lord, to hold fast. God, as you have before, 
through Reedy Branch Baptist Church and the great membership helped them accomplish his vision. Even when the church didn't see it, even at times when the pastor felt like he wouldn't even show himself, God, but he trusted you. And this congregation trusted him as your servant. And God, they've seen the turnaround. They've seen the joy. And now they're able to reap the harvest. God, we say thank you for that. God, we pray, Lord, your special blessings upon this church. In Christ's name, amen.